0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. The Benton Harbor Department of Public Safety is urging vehicle owners to take extra steps to avoid having their car stolen. Speaking on social media today, Director Dan McGinnis said there were 13 vehicles stolen in the city in June. We have been having a proliferation of stolen vehicles. We also kind of know who's doing it. We've caught a couple different groups of kids several times. And one of the issues that we have is we got to let them go. Department Director, uh, Deputy Director Mike Clark, said the juvenile center won't even take repeat offenders. They only have so many beds, and their staffing is low as well. And so, unfortunately, unless these kids are caught with a gun, they're not getting taken. We've caught some of these kids two, three, four times in the same stolen cars, and it can be frustrating. Clark said most of the suspects are juvenile. They sometimes will steal a car just to drive somewhere and then ditch it. He noted the most commonly stolen cars are some Hyundai and Kia models due to an engineering flaw that makes them easy to start without a key. Clark urged owners of those vehicles to get an anti-theft device like a club for the steering wheel. McGinnis asked people to call police if they notice an unfamiliar vehicle sitting in an alley near their home, especially if it has a tarp on it. The Van Buren County Youth Fair is underway in Hartford. Paul Garad is a member of the fair board and says the week-long event is based on months of planning. We don't start on it in, in June and, and plan for the fair in July. It's year-round planning, and we have a great uh, group of volunteers, a, a, a great board, and they just uh, uh, step in and, and get it done. The fair runs until Saturday, and tethered balloon rides at the Farmstock Tractor Pool started things off tonight. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, the uh, Hartford NTPA Tractor Pull gets underway. Uh, Wednesday night, the uh, Heart Soul Demolition Derby, uh, something new this year. And uh, Thursday night, uh, KOI Drag Racing. That'll be followed by Friday's Super Kicker Rodeo, and Saturday, the fair comes to a close with the unique Motorsports Night of Destruction. Fair admission $7 for adults, $5 for seniors, $3 for kids aged 6 to 12, and free for anyone younger than that. The carnival will be open from 1 p.m. to close Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and noon to close on Wednesday. Benton Township is the recipient of a state water quality grant announced today. Governor Gretchen Whitmer says six communities around the state are receiving $5 million under the Clean MI Water Plan for Water Projects. Benton Township's been awarded $690,000 in a consolidation and contamination risk reduction grant to remove PFAS or other contaminants and to consolidate systems and connect private residential wells to the municipal system. Township Supervisor Kathy Yates says the grant, quote, means a lot to the residents and community, people who use our services in the township, ensuring a healthy work and living environment for all who drink or cook with our water. She added it's a priority for the township to ensure everyone within its boundaries has access to clean water. The state's 2020 MI Clean Water Plan directed $102 million in federal funds for lead service line replacements and $105 million for general fund programs. There's been some high praise for Detroit and Mackinac Island that could mean new business for the state. Michigan Economic Development Corporation President Quentin Messner is referring to Time Magazine calling Detroit one of the world's greatest places in 2022. What it does, Michiganders are very humble. So Michiganders aren't going to tell you, how good life is here. So it's great to have that third-party validation. Uh, A lot of people have dated perceptions of Detroit. Um, The last time uh, Detroit was sort of on the cover of time, I believe, may have been, you know, 08, 09 during some of the most challenging periods. Messner says they're working to attract more business to the state, including life sciences, medical services, electric vehicle and battery development, and agribusiness. General Motors CEO Mary Barra says the recent Supreme Court decision on abortion will not have a major impact on the company. Barra gave a wide-ranging interview to the Associated Press. We are always going to follow state laws and, and you know comply. Uh, we have for, um, you know, it's been past practice that we provided those services, and we've also had a practice of providing uh, the ability for people if they needed to go somewhere to get uh, you know, the service that they need. Uh, of paying for that and so we're going to you know continue with that practice so there's really not a lot of change in what we're doing. Barra in the interview mostly talked about GM's electric vehicle plans saying she feels the company can pass Tesla in EV sales by the middle of this decade. Barra also said interest in GM vehicles remains strong despite concerns the economy may be heading into a recession. A chip-sealing project is started on an M51 from Niles to Dwajak. The Michigan Department of Transportation says the work will mean lane closures starting this week through September 23rd. The work will involve chip-sealing, fog-sealing, overbrand crack-sealing, and pavement markings. Drivers should expect single-lane closures while the project continues. It's expected to improve the quality of the road and extend the road's life. MDOT says the M51 work is part of a $1.8 million bundle to do chip-sealing on two roads. The other one is M89 from M343 in Richland to West Michigan Avenue near Battle Creek. Lisa Cripps Downey is the new board president of the Rotary Club of Benton Harbor St. Joseph. She's also the president of the Berrien Community Foundation and the Rotary named her as its board president at an induction ceremony last week. Cripps Downey says she's excited to start her year as club president, adding the, quote, Rotary Club of St. Joseph Benton Harbor is a community of people who really care and want to make a difference in our area and far beyond our borders. Also last year, the Rotary, last week, the Rotary named Kathy Creter as president-elect, Tom Watson as treasurer, and Janice Ferguson as secretary. The Rotary installs new officers every year. Outgoing Rotary President Mike Hughes said it was an honor to serve for the past year. He noted in the last 12 months the Rotary invested nearly $70,000 in local needs through its club foundation. and also supported initiatives in Uganda and the Dominican Republic. And there's been a special honor announced for Detroit Tigers legend Willie Horton. will serve as an honorary coach for the American League All-Stars during a Tuesday night's game at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. Horton's excited to be part of baseball's Midsummer Classic. But it's a great honor, you know, the any time you get involved with a, a group of, you know, I always look at the brotherhood in baseball. You know, as our whole life is tied and other organizations, but it's all about baseball. We It's a big brotherhood, and we all part of it, and it's a great honor to be out on the field. Somebody send me a picture of me Willie Mays uh, at that All-Star game. I don't know what year it was. Horton was a four-time All-Star during his 15 years with the Tigers and still serves as a special assistant in the Tigers' front office. Horton helped lead Detroit to their 1968 World Series championship when they beat St. Louis in an exciting seven-game series. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues. After a meeting with Crown Prince Mohammed in Saudi Arabia today, President Biden told reporters they talked about the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi and he responded to criticism about the visit with the leader whose human rights record he once condemned. ABC's Karen Travers has more. President Biden not apologizing for his campaign pledge to make Saudi Arabia a, quote, pariah because of its record on human rights, referencing the 2018 murder of columnist Jamal Khashoggi. I don't regret anything that I said. What happened to Khashoggi was outrageous. The president also defending his two-day trip to Saudi Arabia, saying it's more than just meeting with Saudi officials. I didn't come here to meet with the crown prince. I came here to meet with the GCC and nine nations to deal with the security and, and uh, the needs of, of the free world, and particularly the United States. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. A prosecutor says the gunman who attacked the high school in Parkland, Florida in 2018 should be executed because he killed his victims in a cold and calculated manner. Prosecutor Mike Satz told 12 jurors who will decide whether Nicholas Cruz is sentenced to death or life in prison without parole how he killed each victim. Cruz pleaded guilty October 17th to counts of first-degree murder and the deaths of 14 students and three staff members at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. A 23-year-old is contesting only his sentence The case is expected to last for four months. It's the nation's deadliest mass shooting to go before a jury. Three victims are dead after a mall shooting in Greenwood, Indiana, but ABC's Alex Stone tells us police say more likely would have been dead if it wasn't for an armed civilian. It was a 22-year-old armed civilian legally carrying a pistol who took on the 20-year-old active shooter, stopping his murder spree and killing him. Greenwood, Indiana, Police Chief James Ison says a civilian tactically got to the shooter and engaged him. To our knowledge, uh, he has no police training and no uh, military background. They say that civilian likely saved men many lives, a suspect was armed with multiple guns and over a 100 rounds of ammunition. Alex Stone, EBC News. A heat wave broiling Europe spilled northward to Britain and fueled ferocious wildfires in Spain and France. French authorities evacuated thousands of people and uh, scrambled water-bombing planes and firefighters to battle the flames today. Two people were killed in the fires in Spain that the country's prime minister linked to climate change. The toll comes on top of the hundreds of heat related deaths reported in the Iberian Peninsula. As high temperatures have gripped the continent in recent days and triggered wildfires from Portugal to the Balkans, climate change makes such extremes less of a rarity. Air Force Two touched down earlier today in Atlantic City, New Jersey, where Vice President Kamala Harris gave a keynote address at the National Convention of the NAACP. More from ABC's Justin Finch. In her speech, Vice President Kamala Harris addressed a host of issues she says are top priorities for the Biden administration, including preserving abortion rights access and advancing voting rights legislation. Harris urging the audience to vote in November's midterm elections. The freedom to vote is the freedom that unlocks all others. Is, it is a catalyst for economic justice, for social justice, for racial justice. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. U.S. Congressman Jody Heiss is fighting a subpoena, seeking to have him testify before a special grand jury investigating whether former President Donald Trump and others illegally tried to interfere in the 2020 election in Georgia. His lawyer said in a court filing that the subpoena orders the Republican congressman from Georgia to appear before the special grand jury in Atlanta tomorrow. The filing seeks to have the matter heard in federal court rather than a state superior court. Heiss was one of several GOP lawmakers who attended a December 2020 meeting at the White House in which Trump allies discussed various ways to overturn Joe Biden's win. A report from a Texas House of Representatives Committee details... The May mass shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde. More from ABC's Aaron Katursky. The report says a major error. None of them actually assumed effective command or control of the scene. The natural leader, the report says, would have been Pete Arredondo, the leader of the tiny Uvalde School District Police Force. But he told the committee he did not consider himself to be the incident commander, but many of the responding officers thought that he was. There was ineffective communication, and the report lays out that the plan Arredondo wrote years earlier was for the school district police chief to be the incident commander in a scene like this. And jury selection is underway for the contempt of Congress trial of Steve Bannon. It's for refusing to testify before the January 6th committee. More from ABC's Ike Egeochi. Judge Carl Nichols, who is a Trump appointee, he released a set of rulings last week that severely limits the lines of defenses Bannon's attorneys will be able to use. In that ruling, he says Bannon's attorneys won't be able to claim executive privilege. Uh, Bannon won't be able to say that he relied on the advice of his lawyer. Uh, One of those rulings actually stated that that the prosecution only has to prove that Bannon acted intentionally and deliberately to defy the January six panel. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.